Alright, as we're finding, these days tend to be mashup days. So this is um, the 1617. Probably with a little bit of flavor from 15 as well. Yeah. So, um, yesterday was kind of a day where you got to see a lot of stuff that had nothing to do specifically with teaching, and it was a little bit more about the student success, a little bit about student backstory, a little bit about some of the stuff that's kind of happening away from the classroom yeah. that definitely impacts what we notice on the other side of the screen in the classroom. Right. Um, we touched on this in the equity meeting a couple weeks ago was now that we're in students' living rooms, mm -hmm. what does that mean? And that's just when you're, that's just when you're teaching the fact that you could be projected into the right. rooms. But there's also there's social and there's almost like familial impacts now about being a part of their day to day. Um, so yesterday, you know, we worked through a couple life stories and lived experiences mm -hmm. that students had that are having a direct impact on their their whole school life, right. their, their social lives. We had a couple parents that spoke very. Um, kind of openly about some of the challenges from home mm -hmm. and I got the sense at one point during some of this that um, this was kind of new and fresh for you to sort mm -hmm. of just mm -hmm. um, find out the bits and pieces that you did just about how the students are operating away from school yeah yeah and um, yeah I know at one point during some of the conversations, I, I had mentioned, like, it's okay if you need to sort of take a little bit of a break from yeah. the combo. Yeah. Um, there's never really, when a student either blurts or you find out stuff about their life story that doesn't, that doesn't seem to align with your own life story, mm -hmm. that can be a challenging time because, because part of it is it trying to still, trying to still be a supportive adult a caring adult mm -hmm. means that you're simultaneously sort of listening you are tracking yeah and you're plotting and strategizing yeah and i think what sometimes can happen while you're doing this you get surprised by your own humanity as mm -hmm. in all of a sudden you actually start to feel sad or you mm -hmm. start to feel yeah. like yeah. worried or you start yeah. to feel now everything that we worked through yesterday this the stories that we encountered the individuals are like they're getting multiple points of support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So part of what we were presented with was sort of information that there's nothing specifically for us to action. No. Which can leave us in a, this is the last thing I'll say, because it still gets me too, you're in the space where you don't actually have a next step. Mm -hmm. You are actually being, in, uh, you know, you're being informed by the family where they're at in mm -hmm. their process. Mm -hmm. And you just clearly articulate that you're here as a potential guide moving yeah. forward yeah. or as a connection to the school or you're just going to continue to be a consistent positive reminder for the kid yeah and that's where we kind of ended with some of those so yeah. what's so what's yeah bouncing around you know yesterday um was pretty heavy uh on a lot of levels and i think i think you framed it really well and it it, it falls into that like uh it really it really impacted my 
my sense of like the bigger picture of what communities, what schools, what 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 privilege a teacher can have to be um, invited in on a much deeper level than you know sometimes you assume you would get to with with scenarios, families, students, all those kinds of levels. Um, and it it was pretty heavy, and I think. I think it, it more, I, I guess we kind of touched on it, like relating it to a personal level, you know, we both have children and that kind of hits on a different level when you have kids to, to think about and it ties into that. But it also, it also made me look at some of my own expectations of the students thus far and feeling at different points where I was, I was, we're putting out, you know, content lessons. Um, opportunities for them and sometimes you know it, it looks like nothing's happening but now now I get a sense of maybe maybe my lesson plan is not the not the most essential thing for this student or for this situation right now and I guess I guess it was part of a, a real challenge to empathy and to expanding my own understanding of my own role, what my role potentially could be, and then also, also that that kind of a a deep helplessness too. That like, I'm here, but what am I doing here? Right. I I guess it it was a it was a lot of different, um, a lot of different peaks and valleys for me yesterday. Um, yeah, and I think I think I'm still processing some of that, and I think I think what I noticed was this, that you don't always have to necessarily be, here's an answer for your question, or here's a, here's a next step for you. It's just a, a privilege to even be able to be an open ear when necessary to, to either, you know, other staff, uh, to students, to families. I think that that's a real privilege as an educator that you'd get to be this kind of other branch in the family um, and I mean, now it's, it's the intention of what do you do with that? Cause there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that too. Um, and I think maybe that was all kind of hitting at different times. Like, because I feel that there's this, 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 this drive or this intention to want to help and to be involved, but there's also the need to protect your, your own limits. Right. And I think we talked a little bit about that yesterday as well knowing when to say, I'm no longer able to continue with this, but I will find someone that can help you with it, kind of, and being able to know your resources, know your your team, uh, know yourself. I think those are all huge, huge parts to when you have deep days, like, like yesterday was kind of a, a heavy day. So have, being able to chat with you about it and process some of that um, is helpful. So in the future, making sure that, that you have a, a voice to bounce stuff off. And I think I've kind of drifted into like nine or 10 different things that hit yesterday, but that's kind of, it was, it was complicated. There was a lot, there was a lot to process. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, in the past, and I mentioned this, I mentioned this to you, you get this sense of moving quickly from classroom to living room to kitchen table. Yeah. And in the, in previous places where I've worked, I've actually used that example to try and kind of pause for a moment where we are in the conversation. Because mm -hmm. at, at some point, um, when you do start to feel that, that you start mirroring the emotions and mirroring 
some of the, the actual pain, even potentially, mm -hmm. and some of the confusion, mm -hmm. you, you, I would argue that you may have sort of moved a little too quickly to the kitchen table. Right. And being able to recognize that you've been triggered that way means that you can start to disentangle yourself yeah. to um, a healthy place where you can be, so you can still be in touch with some objectivity. Mm -hmm. And you can get a little bit to what you mentioned there, where realizing fully the opportunity to engage in case management. Mm. And I've, I've said before, the whole thing about teaching is that everything, everything is interpersonal. Right. And sometimes the challenge is, is, is seeing how quickly you should be engaging in case management in mm -hmm. order to kind of escape the, there's a, there's a sort of like an escape velocity that's necessary to escape your ego mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. you know that you're not consuming the problem yourself, right? right? And you're right. reaching out. Now, if you don't know who those people are, then you, then you just need, you need to go out and meet people. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, and part of it, you know, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about the importance of meeting people that can meet people yeah. and yeah. having those connectors in your world that can network you yeah. if you're not quite sure what to what do to next. Do. Mm -hmm. um, sure. Very powerful as a, um, and you can put everyone on speed dial. That's yeah. the thing. You, whatever yeah. your version of speed dial is, yeah. um, which isn't necessarily, you know, it used to be the Rolodex. Right. Now it's your mobile phone. Yep. You are, you're, yeah. you're calling your trusted advisor that you can sort of bounce the, the critical, these critical moments often, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you're a first year teacher, a teacher candidate, an experienced teacher, mm -hmm. administrator, leadership, whatever, everyone has their circles that they know that right away, mm -hmm. they're, gonna, they're gonna at least be able to bridge the moment, mm -hmm. if not get the information right away, because everyone could be working on same, you know, intense level problems. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think the managing your objectivity mm -hmm. and sort of observing that whole movement from kind of like classroom to living room to yeah. um, kitchen table can be an important contemplative kind of frame. Where am, where am I? Right. Where am I right now? And that's actually phys not only just a mental state, but physically. Mm -hmm. Am I actually been drawn now to sit at the kitchen table? Right, right. And I love your question from before because it plays with the emphasis a little bit. Um, that's sort of like existential question what am i doing here right is is kind of without the right emphasis kind of a vague abstract question mm -hmm. but you kind of do the emphasis on you know what am i doing mm -hmm. here really i think reflects the drive to want to help mm -hmm. i'm doing what is it that I'm doing? Here? Right. Am right. I just a part of the conversation? I'm yeah. doing. Am I creating a framework? I'm doing. I'm helping, or am I just listening? Right. And it's sort of. It can be quite confusing. But I like that question. What am I doing here? Mm -hmm. But it's really about what sort of active state am I in? Right. Right. Am I just? Am I receiving? I mean, is it all yeah. receptive, or am yeah. I expressing and supporting? So. Yeah. Great questions and and tricky mindsets to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think it comes back to like just the own my own experience as a teacher candidate um, and the opportunities or the invitations that I've had during this placement uh, are far far more impactful but also far more far more different than I anticipated almost so um, and, and we've discussed like kind of chatting with other peers that are going through the process as well and our experiences are vastly different and it's not to say that their experience is, is negative or positive versus mine, it's just completely different because the focus is 
for them really just fall under the net of my the lesson plan the uh, tools for instruction uh, feedback assessment like all of the tick boxes that they're reaching they haven't they haven't stepped outside of the structures of the you know the university's tick box to actually really critically look at all the other pieces to the puzzle that make up your your experience as an educator or what what potentially things that could come up and and your own your own approaches or um, philosophies or pedagogy or th things that things that will be challenged things that will maybe be completely different to the experience I'm having now but but these are the conversations that aren't happening and I think it's it's disappointing to hear that they're it feels like their experiences are almost very surface level and we're kind of in a deeper water maybe yeah I think what you may be also maybe tapping into is what you're craving to learn about. Mm. So um, every, every teacher candidate is, is, in the general sense, kind of moving into a school template, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you have a template that the faculty wants to be followed, and if there's clear alignment between faculty template mm -hmm. and school template, that's a valuable experience. I think mm -hmm. that congruity um, or congruence is good mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. I think where we're at is that there is like from the beginning there was no template to sort of move from mm -hmm. PJ checklist to right. secondary cert welcome to the everything everything school yeah. right yeah. so there's no we're, we're creating the bridges between those two experiences yeah. um, I think that um, if you're thinking it's if you're if you're feeling that um, it's unfortunate, I would flip that and just say you're really enjoying the benefits of what you're getting here. Because yeah. for others, just making it through whatever their adaptive digital learning with that checklist, yeah, yeah. that can suck too. Yeah. Like some of those challenges are, um, are real even problems? though that there is congruence between the two checklists, yeah. it doesn't guarantee that yeah, exactly. that it feels good or that it's 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 um. um that there's a depth of learning that 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 candidate or teacher can teacher candidate or uh, associate teacher are able to get to. Right. We're fortunate here in this school that between how sort of like our my lessons are structured, the connection with the students is structured, the connections I've made in the school. We're fortunate that this is a frame that you can sort of work within. Yeah. Um, and the other thing too is it's I think it just kind of it, it, despite that there was no plan to make it work this well, I think it actually, from my observation, actually jives well with your, what you're craving to learn about mm -hmm, in education. Mm -hmm. So I've mentioned before that this is, this is one of the best conversations between elementary and secondary panel that I've been in, mm -hmm. because it's, it's like a second or third time where it is about the bigger picture education and not just about the three-part lesson plan, right? right? Three-part right. lesson plans, there's an answer, yeah. and you're gonna get great at designing them. Yeah. This stuff that we've talked about in the last couple of days mm -hmm. is the stuff that happens at the exact same time that you're trying to deliver that perfect three-part lesson plan. Exactly. And yeah. inevitably, it's always there. Yeah. It's always a part of your lesson, even when you've aligned your success criteria, your learning yep. goals, yep. your assessments are bang on, your data is, you know, you're capturing data all over the mm. place, rich data. Everything that you're capturing is mm -hmm. still feeding out of mm -hmm. the lives that these kids leave away from that live away from you mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. big and powerful reflective kind of moment to be in yeah huge and I mean I was I was reflecting even into the evening and I think 
I think that 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 just speaks volumes to the 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 richness of this experience that it, it is it is impacting me past the bell kind of thing right like we're 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 getting a deeper a deeper sense than um than just a you know start and end point kind yep. of yeah. yeah yeah so much so much to think about um i i kind of wanted to touch a little bit on this we maybe talked about it today but there's also this sense of ego so there was a there was a conversation um, that we had as well about how detrimental the ego can be to your own practice, but also to your students. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and that the ego kind of creeps up sometimes and you don't, you don't even realize that it's happening. And then, and then you get stuck in, um, in situations where now you have to, you have to go back and mend some, mend some fences because your ego got in the way or, or, uh, um, you get yeah. stuck in damage control. Yeah, yeah, and and kind of backpedaling to 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 fix those um, situations. But yep. yeah, I just want yeah touch a little bit more on on that that piece this morning. It's insidious. Mm-hmm. It it goes back to recognizing that it's so much of what so much of what we do in the classroom and in schools is interpersonal, mm-hmm. despite the fact we're kind of pushed into some silos right now because of the digital learning. Right. But relationship stuff is always happening there. And yeah. to sort of it, it's very easy to deny to deny the interconnectedness with the person that's across the hall because you both have the door closed and you're right. both staring at a screen and screen and talking to students that aren't in the room. Um, but the intentional rebound or the boomerang back right. to those conversations as you pass out to the car or whether or not you're having book clubs like to sort of build intention and communication um, is just it's just as important it's just a little bit more the logistics are different yeah yeah navigating it is a little bit different and again building your PLN is always your, your learning network mm-hmm. is ongoing it's always it's ongoing and it's 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 so important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely uh, let me think where I wanted to go with it. Some of the some of the steals that we talked about, uh, things that I would like to steal, um, maybe just more talking about the logistics of it, is um, some teacher hacks that you've kind of showed me about organization. And it's kind of funny because we're moving into organization with overall... It's so uh, meta. It's, it's right? So meta it's right it's right all right. happening. I'm learning it. Students are learning it. We're learning it together. Um, but, but, like, n- nobody... nobody teaches you or you don't you don't really get that experience until you see a teacher using their own style right like so so stealing some um some teacher hacks uh just for different organizational tools has been really kind of cool to see the last few days just the way you map out your year the way you approach communication for me communication is always um in terms of being more not not more brief, but like just getting getting my message across quicker in a in a better fashion has is a definite challenge for me, and I think that happens in emails, and then you get bogged down in like I got to send ten emails, but instead of you know bringing bringing information that could could go to all the emails, you now have to reinvent ten emails. But I guess I'm not really explaining this well. You have I can some help you. teacher I can help you. hacks. So yeah. part of it is help me get there. Yeah. So part of it is the when I was talking about often. I mean, teachers are very familiar with long range plans. Yeah. So you do your planning for your courses, but then there's there's other adjacent plans that you can do as well. So when you analyze your school year, yeah. In September, you may actually find that um, the first week is your 
make contact with every parent week. Mm -hmm. So the suggestion was if you do create an email that you end up sending out on a distribution list, mm -hmm. make a copy of that and keep that in your Google Docs. Right, right. And then you have a master document that sort of tells you kind of like where you should kind of be in your communication plan. Yeah. Now this isn't the, this isn't the like the, this doesn't include the sort of small times where you have to get in contact with a parent. Right. Or you have right, to get in, like the, the small on fire, small on important moments. You, you don't track these, but these no. are the ones where the, just like a course plan and you're trying to get the general idea of where you're going to be in each month yeah. or week to week. Yeah. Keep copies of these. Yeah, for sure. And then you can also track your, if you're, if you're in a, um, any sort of a professional development moment or you're trying to mentor somebody else or admin or in a case management, they ask, okay, so what is your communication plan? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, not a great, it's not a great idea to say, well, I have everything in my email. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. you want to be able to sort of um, kind of parse that a little bit better mm -hmm. so that you can speak mm -hmm. directly to what was the sort of just generalized broadcasted stuff right. and what are my targeted conversations that I have. Right, right, right. So that, I think that's what you're kind of talking about. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about putting in and keeping those copies so that you can develop and refine them. Right, different methods to the organization yep. and, then, and then it also, you know, it, it keeps the clarity of, for yourself too in terms of who, who maybe do I still need to touch base with? It yep. covers that, where's Kevin stuff? It, it touches <laughs> on all sorts of all sorts of things that we've kind of been working through, but those are definitely some steals that like, maybe I, I, I never would have even considered doing before and I'd be reinventing the wheel every year, except now I know to save that information and reuse it or apply it to different scenarios as well. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I kind of asked you a question last week, I guess it was Friday was the last time we would have had a question yeah. about like an aha moment that you had um, I guess it could kind of tie into the ego piece maybe and mm -hmm. um, challenge that a little bit. Um, so um, there, so in a previous, in a previous context, I had a guardian tell me that I had ruined their child's life. Oh God. And um, they were correct. Mm. But let me shape that a little bit. And this has to do with how experiences are relational, they're mm -hmm. interconnected, mm -hmm. and there's ands mm -hmm. there. So the student had engaged in behavior in class that, um, actions in class that necessitated me connecting with admin to come help me out, mm -hmm. and also uh, law enforcement mm. was also involved. Mm -hmm. The result was that the individual was taken away through law enforcement. Right. And um, the follow-up conversation was where the parent guardian said to me that I had ruined the child's mm -hmm. life. So just to really, to be as vague as possible, yet mm -hmm. as clear as possible, mm -hmm. that is a moment where, on one hand, I could, I could argue that till I'm blue in the face. Right. That I was following the rules. Right, right, right. That I was acting in the best interest of the other students in the class. Yeah. That I was maintaining a safe learning environment for everyone. That my communications were clear and that my on-ramp for expected behavior in class was clear. Mm -hmm. I can argue on behalf of the system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I also have to accept that I played a part in... I, I, I played a part in potentially ruining this kid's life. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not that I wholly believe that 
involvement with the law mm -hmm. has to become a negative thing. There are restorative elements to that. Mm -hmm. But there's something in me that also likes to believe that restorative elements delivered through a school are better than restorative elements delivered through law enforcement. Right. So, yeah, that was a big, and I still carry it with me because mm -hmm. there is no, again, I've, I've reflected on this repeatedly. I've shared the story in different contexts and there are things that, there are, there are experiences that I will carry um, throughout my whole career that don't fit easily on a shelf mm -hmm. and don't, I can't explain away. Mm -hmm. I can speak to it. Mm -hmm. I can share it as a, as a, as a lived experience. Right. Um, but I can't say whether or not it was a good signpost, mm. whether it was, whether it's a cautionary tale or just a part of my journey as a teacher. Mm. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, that's hard. I can give you more hard. details off air. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. more questions I can, to I can follow. Yeah, I can give you, I can give you some details <laughs> off air, but yeah, there's obviously, yeah. there's, there's protection of privacy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but that's that's the broad strokes mm. of the situation. Mm. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess that, that that does answer the yeah. that does answer the question. Um, I guess moving forward, then, can I maybe tomorrow go for more of a lighter note? Like, yeah, absolutely. That's kind of a that's I'm kind down of for light. <laughs> I'm down for um, Is there a memory or a, t a teacher in your own that you know kind of shaped your own path? Um, that, that brought out some some positive aha moments for you. Mm -hmm. Could have been could have been as an adult now working as a teacher. Could have been your experience as a student. Um, you know, kind of a, a a moment where a teacher really shone or stood out in a positive way. Yep. And I can grab from anywhere. Anywhere you like. Yeah, I yeah. got. I got. Open ended. Yeah. All I right. Perfect. Cool. Be well.